switched on on F104 and the Sunday Times announced their top 100 best restaurants at the weekend and food critic John McKenna joins us. Hello. Hello, Louise. So you're one of the people behind choosing the top 100. How difficult is that? Um, it's extremely difficult, but funny enough, um, it's difficult in a completely different way from when we actually began to write um, the 100 best restaurants in Ireland. That was as long ago now as 1992. Mm. And back then, the challenge was to get 100 good restaurants. Now, you probably have 150 places, maybe, uh, which are kind of of the standard and the originality and the creativity that we're looking for. So the problem has become, um, instead of having too few, we now actually have too many. But, you know, we simply set up this idea of, of doing a top 100 more than 30 years ago. And now, for, as I say, for completely different reasons, it's, it's really difficult because even with the difficult year that there's been with increased costs and staff issues and so on, um, people are still opening really, really good, creative, exciting rooms that you want to go and eat in. And that's the thing. You have changed it slightly from restaurants to rooms and spaces. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the traditional view of um, restaurant reviewing is that you're really looking for a hierarchy. And at the top of this hierarchy is the best restaurant. And increasingly, you know, we're a little bit impatient of, uh, of that kind of thing because, you know, some people say, oh, you know, this must be the best restaurant because, you know, they've got Norwegian scallops and they've got Japanese Wagyu beef. And, you know, to us, that's really kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. We, like, we want people who are cooking with Irish ingredients in an Irish way and, and giving their, their rooms a real sort of a, a sense of Irish hospitality and Irish vigour. And so this year, what we said was, well, look, you know, what are the, what are the 10 best rooms? What are the, the rooms that you really want to be in? And, you know, the one that came out on top, once we had chatted with people and chatted with our editors, you know, they said, well, in Dublin, I mean, Library Street, Kevin Burke has been tearing it up for the last 15 months or so. Uh, beautiful food, great room, lovely wines, just ticking all the boxes mm-hmm. and also giving you that room that you want to actually be in. You know, we we stole the idea of it from the wonderful musical Hamilton, you know, which is that everybody wants to be in the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. And we all want to be in the room where it happens. It doesn't matter even if you're critics like us who've been writing about this for decades. You want to be in the room where it is happening that's because that's where you get the magic. Yeah, that's the thing. We're all looking for the experience or the Instagrammable moment or room. And that's kind of what these places are stepping into, really, isn't it? It is really. You know, I mean, I, mean, I do think, you know, you know, certain countries perhaps like, uh, you know, are, their, their cultures inclined towards a more formal style of dining but you know the irish the irish aren't really very good at doing things formally or they're, they're you know we you know we make our biggest mistakes when we kind of get above ourselves and get a bit pretentious whereas what restaurants really should be delivering in the modern age is not just great food great irish food but also value for money uh, that ambiance the service the hospitality the welcome that's really what i think we're good at and yet for a long time, we sort of said, oh, no, we, 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 you know, the room should be posh and mm-hmm. there has to be deep pile carpets and white table cloths and all of that stuff. But, you know, you don't need any of that just to deliver really good food and a really good experience. In fact, in some ways, I'd say all of that formality just gets in the way and makes, you know, it deadens the experience 
rather than making it more exciting uh, and, and creating a room that you really want to have fun in. That's the thing. And I, like you said earlier on, I think we do go for local. We like to think that the food was made here and brought here. And we, we do love that aspect of it, really, don't we? Well, we do. And I think the other thing, you know, that has happened over the last um, number of years is restaurants are working more closely with growers and producers, you know, so that that's actually the thing that helps them you know, to get a real signature. I mean, one of the places that we put in the top 10, for example, <clears throat> is James Street in Belfast. Wonderful restaurant. It's been there for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, local man from Tyrone, Ryan Stringer is the chef there. People will know him from Eli in Dublin where he cooked for many years. But I mean, you know, if you go there, you, you might say, well, you know, what should I eat? And, and for once, I would actually say, you should order the steak because it comes from this wonderful farmer butchers in Agena County, Tyrone, Lysturgan Meats, astonishing meats, really just the very highest quality that you could get. So here you are, you know, in the room in Belfast, the meat is is being, you know, pasture fed and prepared just, you know, a couple of counties away. And and then you get that real experience, but you, you can't get it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You, you could go to Tokyo or London or New York and order a great steak, but you can't have the experience of having that county Tyrone meat cooked by a chef who hails from County Tyrone. That's something you can only get in that place. And for me, that's what makes it really special. Yeah, very much support Irish is kind of what we're we're all about at the moment, which is really amazing. But I noticed that as well. You covered ice creams as well and cocktails. Like you kind of did the whole lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all part of the experience. When you think, you know, even 10 years ago, um, Ireland had really, we only ever had a sort of pastiche cocktail culture, you know, mm-hmm. like somebody would make a drink and they'd stick a little paper umbrella on the top <laughs> yeah. of it. And then, I don't know how you, I don't know what you're supposed to do with that paper <laughs> umbrella, but there, there it was on the top of your glass. And now what we're seeing, of course, you know, is, is that people really investing in cocktail making is very difficult. You know, it's a real skill to be a great mixologist is a very demanding calling. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited, not just, not, obviously it's a slightly different kind of juncture, but when you see places like Bar 1661 in Dublin basing their cocktails on Irish pachines mm. rather than just on gin and rum and, and the, the expected drinks, you know, there's a whole world here that the Irish restaurants are going to begin to explore in, in, in time to come. But in the meantime, they are they are making great drinks. There's been some places, Night Market in, in Ranelagh in Dublin, you know, they have terrific cocktails, they have a great reputation for it. But, but they're only one and in tandem with that as well, you know, people are investing more time in having really distinctive wine lists so that, you know, you can go to some restaurants now. All, all the wines are what we call natural wines. Uh, you, you know, they're, they're, they're not industrialized wines at all. Th- these things matter because they add to the experience and they, they show the attention to detail that really makes a difference in, in terms of making a restaurant really, really valuable. Absolutely. And I love that Dublin has very much held its own in this list as well, which is excellent to hear. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dublin, um, the big cities are all doing well, actually. Mm-hmm. Dublin, Galway, Cork, Belfast, uh, very strong food and restaurant cultures, diverse um, and yet distinctive, being very much, you know, if you eat in Belfast, it's a very different experience to eating in Galway, for mm-hmm. example. And, and that's really what we want. It's, you know, it's, it's very easy for restaurants just to do a very homogenized uh, kind of offering, you know, it's quite simple. You buy everything from the man in the big van. 
you get your wine list from one of the big suppliers. But increasingly, you know, that that's not enough now. You've really got to go the, the extra distance and really each detail from the drinks to the service to the food has really got to be saying something about you and what you want to achieve. And, and that's really when it all comes together. Is there anywhere people can check out the 100 list? Yes, um, if you didn't get it um, on Sunday, if you take up a subscription mm-hmm. to the Times, to the Sunday Times, it's, it, it's, it's there in glorious colour. Uh, so you can kind of access it at any time and then it's literally on your phone, uh, wherever you may find yourself, you can uh, call it up and just see if there's, if, you know, if there's one of the 100 best restaurants down the road or around the corner or wherever you may be. So yeah, it's 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 there on the on the web uh, for the next 12 months, all being well. Excellent. I'm going to make a list of all the ones I want to visit and do a couple of road trips, I think. <laughs> Lovely. John McKenna, thank you so much for chatting to me. Thank you so much, Louise.